Hello, hello. You're listening to Never Give Up, where giving up is not an option. I'm your host, Rochelle Jones. And so gl- I'm so glad to be back uh, in the house. And uh, I have with me a really good friend. Um, we've just been talking through the uh, years. And, um, you know, uh, and I always glean from her wisdom. So I'd like to introduce you to uh, Queen Shaw. Hello, Sister Queen. How you doing, Rochelle? How you doing? Oh, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Uh, well, as you know, um, we always talk about topics uh, around not giving up, right? Because um, I know sometimes we get thoughts and things in our life that kind of weigh us down and could kind of make us um, lose sight of the goal and just chuck it and say, I'll, you know, I'm not going to do it, not finish, not follow through. So today we want to kind of talk about following through, but what are some of the barriers that keep us from following through? And one of the biggest barriers is fear. And I know one of the uh, subjects in our service on Sunday had a lot to do with fear, and I just kind of wanted to have some conversation around fear. Now, the Bible tells us that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but love, power, and a sound mind. So... Um, if God didn't give me fear, um, then why is it that I have so much of it? And we do have a healthy fear, a fear that kind of like a warning to like, oh, wow, I should, I I bet, oh, the roof is about to fall. And, and so you get this fear to run. And then there's that fear that grips you and paralyzes you and causes you to be non-effective. We want to talk about that fear. And so, uh, Queen, I just wanted to, uh, maybe have you share with us. You know, what are some of the strategies that you've used in your life to overcome fear? Um, first, I'd like to say that's a great question. Absolutely, because we all we all face fear at some point, right, um, throughout our life. But one of the strategies I tend to um, take is, um, you know, I just jump right in. If if I'm fearful and I'm afraid of the situation, I'm, I'm nervous about, you know you know, not that unfamiliar territory, because sometimes that is where fear comes from, then I try to do exactly the opposite of what I'm feeling and um, just jump right in. And um, and as I began the process then, you know, of whatever it is that I'm, I'm trying to do or fearful of, then, you know, that fear kind of subside. Um, but I always uh, try to lean on, the fact that the Lord has prepared a place for me and it's not to harm me. So if I try this new thing in front of me, then what's the worst outcome if he's on my side? So that's how I kind of look look at that situation. Well, you said a mouthful. Um, jump right in and yeah. looking at what is the worst possible thing that can happen. Yep. Those are two techniques that I tend to use myself. I realize that sometimes I, I I I will stop myself. So instead, I'll just do it. I'll just go for it, and then I'll realize, wow, you're in the midst of it. And then my heart will start bumping fast, and so I have to talk to my heart, like, oh, we're in it now. So let's go for it. Yeah, <laughs> it's too late now. <laughs> you know, uh, but not everybody can thrive on such adrenaline because that can be quite um, nerve wracking as well. So. Uh, and then the other thing that you're saying is sometimes when I think about, all right, so you want to swim, the worst thing that could happen is you 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 leave it 
or you never learn to swim or you drown, right? So, but, <clears throat> and I think about uh, swimming, it's like I, I'm not the best swimmer. I could kind of hold my own. But I, I kind of watch videos sometimes, right? But here's the thing about that. When you go on YouTube and you pull up, okay, breaststroke. I want to know how to do a better breaststroke. I want to know how to breathe. And so I look at the YouTube videos, and they they do try to explain to you what it is to do and how to breathe and when to come up and out of the water. And it all's just so great, and I'm just so joyful until I get in the water. Yeah. And I got to try it on my own. You know what I'm saying? And and here's the thing to things in life sometimes is that you can watch somebody doing it and it can look really easy, but mm -hmm. you're never going to be a good swimmer until you yourself get in the water mm -hmm. and you flop around. You got to learn to float. You got to learn to breathe, but you got to do it like, you know, and I've, I've shared um, on some of the stories uh, in past shows about learning to play the guitar. I mean, I loved the the possibility of playing the guitar. I mean, I love the way it feels in my hand, the look when it's around your neck, the possibility of music that you can play. But unless I every day break down mm -hmm. and begin to learn the chords and learn how to flow my fingers and hold the chords, I'm not ever going to learn how to play that guitar. And so we want to muddle through past the look of it, uh, how other people do it, and just say, hey, you got to get started. No matter how difficult it looks, no matter how difficult it feels, just feel the difficulty. Just be in that moment. And you'll learn that it really wasn't that bad. And then right. the other thing you learn is, wow, I'll do it again tomorrow, and I'll get even better. And each time you do it, you get better. Thank you, Sister Queen, for even sharing those techniques. Um, so uh, do you have any stories about uh, situations that you might have overcome uh, that, you know, might have been fearful? Um, absolutely. I mean, just um, speaking um, in general, speaking in a crowd, even, you know, speaking um, at a team meeting, I mean, speaking, um, you know, amongst, you know, um, family members, sometimes, you know, just in a, in a, in a group setting, um, speaking as definite, I mean, I can be honest with you and tell you that even in this moment, my heart is um, pounding. But the fact of the matter is that, like you said, um, the Lord didn't give us a spirit of fear, but it prepares us for what he's called us to do. And um, going through the process, you know, of feeling what that, um, those emotions that I'm feeling, um, going through the process of doing it over and over again and again, um, you do tend to build um, strength, you know, um, whatever it is that you're fearful of. But I remember we were talking in um, uh, Bible, no, it wasn't Bible study, it was table talk. And uh, one of the ministers uh, mentioned the fact that um, God always uses, you know, the situations to then, you know, for his glory. And, um, you know, so I just, I just keep that in mind that, you know, whatever situation I'm going through, whether it's a speaking engagement now, I am, I am stepping out more now than I had in the past, but that's because I'm learning 
that we always are going to feel fearful when God has called us to do something big and something great. But then um, in that moment of fear, then, you know, we are to depend on faith you know, faith in God, faith in his ability, not in our own ability, that's where our strength come from. And one scripture I've been, um, I have it posted on my computer every day because the new position I'm in, it requires me to speak out. It requires my opinion. It requires my feedback. One um, scripture I, I have on my screen, it, it's um, Philippians 2 and 13, and it states that um, it's God who is at work in you both to will and to work for his good pleasure. And that makes, it, it gives me a sense of empowerment that, you know, everything that I'm doing, he's with me and, you know, it's for his good and his purpose. And he's the one who's going to do the work. I just need to open my mind. Amen. Amen. And you gotta, and, and you gotta show up, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's like, um, and, and, and public speaking, is yeah. really a common, common, common fear. And um, I, I I mean, I like to talk one-on-one. -on -one. I don't like to talk in large crowds, you know, um, but I have done it. I know I can do it. I also glean on the scripture. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Amen. <clears throat> and sometimes I have to say it all the way up to the podium. I can do all things yeah. through Christ who strengthens me. The Lord yeah. did not give me a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. I got to say, sometimes you got to chant it and say it until you believe it. And um, I have a story, and, 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 and I love telling the audience stories. So it's yeah. like, I remember one time we went to pray for somebody, and they kind of manifested a deep voice, like was not their own. And so we got scared, like, come on, mm -hmm. right? Uh, mm -hmm. This was a, a sister that was uh, in our church, and all of a sudden her voice changed to like a man's voice. And uh -huh. I'm, I'm I'm really serious. And it's like we were like so afraid our heart was beating. And you know when you're afraid, right? Um, yeah. It's like it's something that happens internally, right? No one may yeah. never can tell by the look. You know, you may not change. But you know your heart is going. You want to get out of there, right? right. And, right. Um, and, you know, I remember going home and just having this, just hearing that sound and that shrill and that mm -hmm. voice, right? Mm -hmm. And that was very fearful. And I had to sleep with the lights on, literally, mm -hmm. you know. I, I'm making the story short. It was more to it. but And I remember sleeping with the lights on for two days and having to pray, right. Lord, you didn't give me a spirit of fear, but right. of love and a sound mind. And so right. when I started thinking about, you know, our fears sometimes fight against our mind and puts imaginations in it. I don't watch scary movies because mm -hmm. I don't like having those thoughts and images in my mm -hmm. mind, right? Mm -hmm. right? So like, you know, um I you know, the probably the scariest movie I watched was this movie of some that people were being snatched out of the parking garage. And um of course somebody was snatching them and you know, the whole movie was about the mystery of who it was and you know, this one woman, but you never see going, and it was called P2, never forget it, parking level two. And, you know, I hate I going into those movie. garages <laughs> to this day. <laughs> well, I, I was trying to appease my nephews who all, and children, it was like seven of us. And, you know, we tried to find a movie that was thriller, 
The, yeah. It's not considered scary. It's a thriller, nevertheless. Suspenseful. I don't find terror suspenseful, but nevertheless. Yeah. And, um, you know, and, and, and so when I go into parking garages to do today, what does yeah. my mind begin to focus on? Huh? Like, right. Right. <laughs> I start right. looking around, you know. Now, that's just a simplistic, funny example of what happens sometimes. Yeah. But your fear could be legit. It could be a trauma. It could be something that you experienced in your life, you know, and now you're older, but that memory is still there. It it is very real talk. How do you deal with moving forward when something so haunting is there, you know? Yeah, yeah. And how do you speak into that, you know, Mm -hmm. that moment right there? I I mean, Lord, give us wisdom on what to say right now in this moment and being able to help propel people and push right. them past that. Right. And somehow right. you got to get past it. Somehow Amen. you got to see all the good things. You know what I'm saying? And, and sometimes one event can traumatize our life to never want to do it again. Mm. I remember I watched some woman choking on eating fish. I never wanted to eat fish. But that mm. was one time. How many other people have you seen eat fish that didn't right. choke? Like, right. why are you so stuck on that imagery? And right. that's, that's when we almost have to fool our minds, fool ourselves. Right. So the Bible tells us to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. And so yeah. I've got to put new thoughts, new things, new images. When, I, when my brain wants to say, oh, you know, you could die because the fishbone could get stuck in your throat. Right. <clears throat> and then you can also speak to that voice and right. say, I also could live. <laughs> right. Right. Amen. Sometimes speaking to that fear, I find sometimes I have to speak to that, the, the, the fearful possibility of it. If you do this, you know, oh, you know, whatever it is, you speak to that. But right. the but the opposite, I, I, you know, sometimes we have to speak and do the opposite of what that Absolutely. negativity or that fear is Absolutely. trying to say. I'm Absolutely. saying like David, you've got to face your Goliath. You've got mm-hmm. to look at Goliath, and and believe me, Goliath was intimidating, because yeah. the Bible alludes to the fact that. The men who were trained for battle mm-hmm. did not go fight him. Right, when he right. was taunting them and saying, "What, what, 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 um, what, you know, what soldiers willing to come and battle against me?" No one went. Right. So right. he had to be pretty intimidating that warriors didn't go. <laughs> and here's a little shepherd boy with the only thought of like, "Who is this uncircumcised Philistine?" Right, Amen. who right. defies the army of God? Like, who is this coming against God's army? And that's what we have to speak to. Right? What thought knew, is this? Knew. He knew, right? Yeah, he knew what he came with. He knew that the Lord was on his side. He knew the power and the authority that that comes along with that relationship, the anointing mm, mm, mm. with Christ. My, my God, you know, if mm. we can only, you know, tap into that and have that, um, you know, courageous, um, you know, spirit like like he did, just depending on the fact that I have a relationship with the Lord. I know what the Lord comes with. I know that I'm a child of the most high God. And like you said, just not giving up, stepping forward. That fear is keeping you from your purpose. You got to speak to it. Yeah, You can't just let it stay there and be what you succumb to. Amen. You've got to say no. 
yeah. and speak to it. Like David had to face Goliath. No. He's like, he no. told the king, I don't want your armor. He just mm. went with his slingshot. He went with what he knew, what God had given him. God has mm -hmm. given you a purpose, right? Mm -hmm. Go mm -hmm. with what you know. Start where you know. Start mm -hmm. where you feel safe and just start. Just do just it. Start. Right? Yeah. Yeah, just do it. Like, I can't build a building to, and it be built by tomorrow. Right. Yeah, you know, right. I got to secure the land. I've got to get an architect. I mean, there are steps to everything. Just Amen. start your steps. Start. And then if, if you feel a little nervous, call a friend. Find <laughs> somebody, right? Sister Queen, right? Definitely. We stay on the Definitely. calls all the time calling each other. <laughs> you got to call somebody and be yeah, like, look, I, I feel the Lord is calling me to do this. I, I, have, this, I, I have this passion and, and I feel this is what God wants me to do. Yeah. Then, I mean, I know you have somebody in your life. You can right. use as a you can't trust everybody with a vision. I get it, but That's there's true. somebody you can trust that you could say, "Whoo, I took a step today, and I, my heart is beating fast." You know, yeah. yes. Um, yeah. And they can be like, "Yep, let it beat on," but I'm here with you, and come on, tomorrow's good is another another day. Mm. And uh, but what David did is he ran towards his Goliath, and yeah. so we glean from David's actions. You know? And then look what happened in the end. I mean, look at what happened in the end. Amen. Could you, could we, we could kind of look at fear. Um, well, this is just a thought that I had. Like, yeah. We can kind of look at fear as a motivator from God <laughs> or as a, um, something that just, you know, um, cripples you, you know, what the Absolutely. enemy is trying to use you for, use it for, but, um, I think, like you said, leaning more towards, you know, um, what you believe in and just um, the taking steps, even in that fearful moment. But um, I think it is important for us to remember that, though, you know, that it could it, it's also um, a motivator that God is calling us to trust him in that moment of fear and not to, you know, depend on our own human eyes, you know, what we or even those emotions that we feel, because like you said, they they can they're definitely real emotions of fear, you know, trauma, past experiences, or you know whatever that may be. But just depending on him, so kind of looking at it as a motivator rather than you know from the perspective that the enemy wants to magnify in our life, you know, um, you know, hindering us from that purpose he God is calling us to. I think that's an important way to look at it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and I guess uh, I guess to look at that, if you mm -hmm. notice you're not being motivated mm -hmm. in that, mm -hmm. then then it's then it's switched. Mm -hmm. Cause there's always and there's always two things. Like like the light is on, the light is off. There's always, you know, we up, down. There's always two ways, right. choices. Always and everything is two choices. Right. And and so fear, like you said, can can remove me from danger or motivate yeah. me to do better or yeah. or you can succumb to the fear subconsciously mm -hmm. and do nothing about it. Right. And so it's almost like the doctor who tells the diabetic, uh, pre-diabetic, if you keep eating sugar, you'll have to be on medicine, but they don't stop eating sugar. Or mm -hmm. the pack of cigarettes that says, you know, it could cause cancer, but yet you still smoke. Right. So, <clears throat> you know, 
I don't know who we're talking to. Mm-hmm. And there's not, it's like, it's, this is not one size fits all. No. You've got to find yourself. That's what we're saying. You've got to mm-hmm. find where you are yeah. and then get a plan out of it. Plan your way out of it. Plan your way. I like that. Yeah, plan you got to be like strategic, right? It. Yeah, it's yeah. not, not going to happen by osmosis. Like, you're not going to learn to swim by just looking at the video. Right. I guarantee you you're not. I've tried it. <laughs> you, got, you got to go to that beach or go to that pool. And you got to literally, you know, because you, you may not float like she floats. Right. You know what I mean? Your body might be where you, you like, you know, some people, like, I easily float. So it doesn't matter what I try to do. I pop right to the top. Some people, like, float right to the bottom. So you yeah. you got to know where you are. And then if you're a floater to the bottom, you, it's even more reason to panic, right? Right. And and so you've got to learn, okay, how do I relax? How am I going to go with this water flow mm-hmm. so that I'm not... Because as long as you're panic and afraid, you'll mm-hmm. sink. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. the key is to relax and, and, and rest in that water, rest mm-hmm. in that fear. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. The thing mm-hmm. that you're mm-hmm. fearful of is the very yeah. thing you got to rest in if yes. you're going to stay on top of the water to swim. Absolutely. And it's like resting in the Lord, you know, resting in the Lord and, and trusting that, you know, he's going to see you through the process. But like you said, taking those action steps definitely are important to, I guess, facing your fear, you know. <clears throat> and the fact that you're speaking about um, swimming uh, definitely reflects you know, the Holy Spirit that keeps you in that moment of fear, you know, um, that helps comfort you in that moment of, of fear. Um, I, I definitely... Well, were you, were you ever afraid when you first learned how to drive? Absolutely. <laughs> Do you have your license now? Yes, okay. absolutely. I was all over the place when I um started, when I learned how to drive. And it wasn't until I was like 21 years old that I learned to drive. And and I, I remember getting on the road and I was going so slow to the point that the cars <laughs> were like blowing their horn at me. Um, But as I got used to the, like, you know, trying it over and over, I didn't go far, you know, I wouldn't go far. Mm-hmm, I wouldn't mm-hmm. even go on the highway, you know, when I first oh started goodness. driving. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I just wanted to make sure that, you know, I was safe. The the other uh, motorists were safe, you know, but absolutely. It was definitely, um, you know, a different, a different uh, experience being behind the wheel versus sitting in the passenger absolutely. seat. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I remember when I brought um, my uh, motor, motor, moped, they, mm-hmm. you know, and I mean, just being in the open, when not having like a metal like the car that protects you, you oh wow, it's just like you're out in the open, like the you know like a little mini motorcycle, you know, yeah, and it's like wow, the possibilities are become real to you when right. you're exposed like that, and I guess my point in mentioning these things, I mean, I remember my first dinner party when my in laws were gonna come on come over for dinner, yeah. oh my goodness, you were nervous, I made everybody in the house crazy. I started yelling at the kid. I mean, you got to clean. You know, it's like, wow. It was a big deal, you know? And um, you wanted everything to be perfect. You wanted everything to be good, you know? Um, You know, you don't want to, 
It's like you never burn chicken, but now you're going to burn chicken today? Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> no, I don't burn chicken now. <laughs> so, so I guess our point is, is that yeah. whenever you try something new, there is an element of fear. But when you look back at the situation, you're like, wow. I mean, you know, the, I mean, I remember driving a stick shift. Oh, my right. goodness. Every time I got in that car, my heart was pounding. <clears throat> but now... I can drive that stick shift anywhere, you know. You don't even yeah. put a thought to it. What about right. those that might be out there in our audience that have fear of taking tests? Of taking tests? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Let's say they have a board test or the SAT is coming up or our students that have MCAS. Like, what yeah. what advice that would you give them? Like, um, you know, in terms of test taking, those are things that can bring anxiety and fear as well. It's true. Well, um, one of the things I can I can say um, that you definitely want to um, at least, you know, do some studying prior to. So do your part. Definitely do your part. And then, you know, um, if you can um, take a moment of, you know, time to just sit with the Lord and, you know, allow him to, you know, rest it, allow him to be with you in that moment of test taking I know when I went <laughs> when I went for um, my exams and I, I was nervous because you know I'm kind of like in a later stage. Not kind of, I am in the later stages of you know um, this college experience. But I, w- I was kind of nervous because of all of the my peers were were different from from me, either you know different ethnicity or different um, age bracket. But I said, you know what, Lord, you brought me this far. I've done my part in you know studying, and you know I I, I prayed for the I prayed for the machine. I prayed for the building. I prayed for the exam. You know the person that sits at the front desk. You know, I mean it seems small, but the Lord, you know, he he tells us to worry about nothing and pray about everything. So, you know, definitely incorporate in prayer and spending some time with him before actually, you know, going into the building or taking the test. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah. I'm going to give some reference to our audience. Timothy 1 and 7 is where you'll find the scripture, for God has not given us a spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And sometimes you may have to say it over and over. Sometimes the fear may not go away, but knowing and trusting that God is going to help you overcome it is yeah. the world. And remember in Isaiah forty-one thirteen, it says, God promises that we don't have to be afraid because mm-hmm. he will help us. Amen. When we remember that vo- verse, when we're tempted to be in fear, it's going to help us. It's going to help you. And once again, we're out of time, but I wanted to just leave with you today that there might be a challenge or something this week that comes up. could be something that you're already uh, doing yeah. and you're afraid of the outcome. Sometimes we're afraid of success. Yeah. Um, just remember that God didn't give you that. He gave you love, power, and a sound mind. He gave you purpose. And I want you to remember that greatness is on the inside of you. Amen. We want to thank you for listening. Thank you, uh, Sister Queen, for jumping on and just having a conversation with us. And uh, God bless you in all your endeavors. 
All right. God you know? bless you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> no worries. God bless everyone. Have a great week.